Hello and welcome to another episode of Project Spark. From doodling on rough paper at her office desk to printing her first ever batch of Christmas cards and now working on a 2023 calendar, Daina Abdul Karim, the founder of Paper Plane Doodles, is now working towards becoming a children's book illustrator. As a former journalist, she's always had the knack of putting some pretty powerful stories out there with very few words, and now with Paper Plane Doodles. Having seen Paper Plane grow over the last few years and also as a big fan of Daina's work, it was only fair for me to have her on Project Spark because it's a story that needs to be told. Daina, you've you know, always had a way with your words. I've been a big fan of your writing since your journalism days. And now you use your magic wand at Paper Plane Doodles, you know, while you have a full-time job as well. You know, it's great to be speaking with you today. And I can't wait for you to take me through this interesting journey of yours. Thank you so much, Smriti, for having me over. I think uh, this is a first for me. And this is a really amazing opportunity to talk for Project Spark. Great. So, you know, why don't we just sort of start off by talking about how you came up with the name Paper Plane Doodles? Um, okay, so so it's a very interesting story, right? It was just born out of just sheer random whimsy and, um, you know, luck. Um, so I was working at the Hindu at that time and uh, pursuing a, a career in journalism. I just started out maybe about two, three years. Um, right. But it was a very different department. So I didn't have like a very, uh, you know, on the field experience. I was not out there chasing stories that kind of workload I didn't have that it was pretty chill and I did have some free time so I was also doodling at that point like on little scraps of paper and whatever A4 sheets that I was finding around and um, I didn't really have like a specific theme it was just very random things like inanimate objects and vegetables and you know uh, animals and things like that so I didn't really have a theme Uh, but during that time I started loving everything that was um, Japanese, like food, the flowers, the sites. And uh, I really loved watching origami videos. And I mean, I was in awe because, you know, you know, you know, a piece of paper, who knew a piece of paper had so much potential. And while the videos showed like how to make a dragon and a swan and, you know, all these very detailed and complicated things, I started very simple with the basics, like a paper plate, which... uh, I mean, you and I know that this is like a very basic thing as kids, like paper plane and boats and hat. Uh, Very, very basic things that we used to know. And I realized that as an adult, I've really never made a paper plane. So I started making them while I was at my desk. And I used to make small ones. I used to make big ones. At some point, my desk was like filled with paper planes. So I started doing a lot of this on my desk. And I was also doodling at the same time. And that's when my best friend said, you know, why don't you put all of these doodles on, like instead of it being on scraps of paper, why don't you just put it and put it up on Facebook? And I thought, okay, I can can try that. Like I didn't have any vision or anything, to be really honest. I was like, okay, I can start something. And I was thinking, of like a name for it and then I had all of these paper planes on my desk and I was like you know let me just go with paper planes because it all started with a piece of paper whether it's origami or whether it's doodling it started with a piece of paper so I will go with paper planes and um, I do remember at that point the introduction that I had given for paper planes was that doodles are the shy cousins of cartoons Uh, and I thought I thought maybe like, you know, even paper planes are the shy cousins of like, you know, much larger origami dragons. Yeah, I was very dramatic and very like strange whimsy to this whole thing. So that was how it started. 
So well, I never. That's, that's a vision. That's a vision by itself. If you think about it, right? The very fact that you know you're more yeah. behind the scenes, but at the same time, sort of being very sneaky about it. I think that by itself is a vision, as far as I can see. Yeah, like even when I started Facebook, I didn't really want to uh, give out my identity or anything. I just wanted the focus to be the doodles. So I I never said that I was a. Uh, uh you know who i was where i was from whether i was male or female i just had this whole mystery around it so even yeah. when i would put photos of like artwork i would like cover my face and put the artwork i was like mm, i want people to think who is this person so you know so that's how that's how i started as well so there you go so you know doodling as opposed to you know popular contrary belief right is is actually yeah. a complex piece of art you know it includes several design elements and moreover it needs to make sense to the person who's even looking at the doodle if you think about it right so you need to get creative you need to be on the go you you know you have to you have to think of ideas and ways in which that you have to communicate ultimately to the person who's consuming it right so uh, you also have a full time job i do know that uh, you know at amazon so you know how do you sort of keep that going i know where do you find the time to do this on a regular basis <laughs> okay i'll start with the like the first part about the end user or like about it making sense so initially when i started paper blends i'll be like super honest it wasn't really for anybody it was yeah. only for myself because it was a very nascent stage right like i didn't have like a vision or what it was going to be or what it was you know what it is right now i didn't have anything going on so i just wanted to keep doodling funny things for myself if it mm-hmm. made me laugh it would made my two other friends laugh i was like okay maybe someone else also will laugh you know uh, so the energy bit was a challenge because you want to keep putting something out there and be consistent like anybody who started something new on social media i was very obsessed with follows and likes but like the engagement and how many people are commenting uh, i was like super obsessed with it and after some time i started doodling i realized that it shouldn't really be about the follows right like if something really works something is funny it's funny and i know it sounds bad but there's no other way to learn um, this but the hard way and i realized that it really doesn't matter so a lot of my inspiration came from like daily objects like i used to travel uh, by bus in chennai from mandaveli to mount road um, and if you know uh, it's about 30 minutes of travel right yeah. what so i get the window seat and i just look out and i start writing ideas i take photos of like pushcarts or like a dog or something i see in a tea shop and i realize that i can make pretty much anything talk by putting like uh, an eye and a mouth and a speech bubble so you can bring anything to like uh, life uh, you know if you get us if you give a speech bubble so i guess that's what kept me going because then your ideas are like limitless okay you can like make anything come to life so so while working with all of these doodles working in tandem with a full time job like now yeah. that's is something i had to deal with like i had my evenings i had my weekends uh, and i used to do this thing where i would basically go home and doodle like 6 to 7 doodles mm-hmm. and i would space it out for the next 7 days i would publish oh, one by one every every day and i know it's like uh you know it's a hack but that is how i made it look like in the beginning just to be consistent but yeah. that was like the only way to be consistent like i had to draw every day some days it was a struggle i had to push myself for ideas but that's when all of these daily inspirations come into play like when you sit on the bus or auto or whatever so right. 
it's it's always going to be a challenge like whether i was there i, I was doing journalism or whether i'm on amazon right now it's always going to be a challenge it all depends on whether you really want to do something about it then you will find time you will find the time yeah i think it's also you know about showing up right and showing up consistently yeah. and i think that's that's a that's a very big deal and that's the power of showing up the very fact that eventually it's about people liking people engaging you know people yeah. sharing as well o- over a period of time you know in in fact my co-host pooja and i we were talking earlier today and you know we were thinking about what really is our objective with project spark itself right it isn't about the likes it will never be about the likes it will never yep. be about the fact that you know people say that oh i listen to your podcast yes eventually that may be the wish but i think you do get bogged down once in a while right you're like wondering you know if one episode has gotten you know more listens than the other you're you're probably wondering you know what went wrong there but i think yeah. it doesn't matter right eventually it doesn't it shouldn't matter because ultimately if if your objective is met if your purpose is delivered on a daily basis and you feel like showing up consistently i think there's nothing that's going to really sort of stop you right for sure yeah and i and i feel like it's a very like work in progress you know whatever it is like even if it is doodling or exercising or whatever it is it's always a work in progress so just need to get started <laughs> absolutely yeah so you know what um you've already covered a little bit of this but if you were to tell me what your art practice is like and this could be in any shape or form it doesn't mean to mean that you have to put the pen on paper right yeah. it could be anything it could be those photographs that you're taking today it could be that inspiration that you're drawing from your environment on a daily basis so what does your routine sort of consist of typically so um so smriti as much as it's um you know a lot of fun and cute and you know a lot of games and stuff there's there's a degree of discipline to it right like i got to know this the hard way like when i started noticing that people actually like my work and maybe willing to pay for artwork i realized you know i have got to work harder maybe uh, because if someone is paying for your artwork you got to make your quality a little better right so i yeah. decided to learn some new to- uh, new tools um, or learn some new styles um, i started going for uh, little workshops i started practicing with tutorials and so every sunday i uh, did this thing without fail i would do like a small artwork uh, or a tutorial by this artist named Flo uh, mm-hmm. on a channel called Art with Flo um and I'd like follow because she's really good at giving out instructions um so I would follow how she does it and she has this beautiful artworks and in the end you're like did I just do this so I would right. be like super proud yeah it was it was really fun and i feel like anybody with a device can do it because her instructions are very crisp very clear um so that's one and the other thing is patterns um any patterns right of any objects like spaceships or ice creams or flowers if you keep repeating like a single pattern you kind of like get more control over your strokes or your pencil or your device like you yeah. get more control and i think that's a great thing like if you have more control over your pen um i think uh, that routine is something that you can stick to and i mean you've heard of inktober right so i think one inktober i did i did do that like i stuck to like patterns of food and it helped me really seek out more techniques you know because you're like what is there more than this what's what's beyond this and i also realized that in general i had like an inclination towards doodling like when i was a kid so every uh, my, and and i told my brother about this today morning about projects parkers to, i told about uh, this to him and he said that uh, you know you used to do this thing when you were a kid where you used to put an a4 sheet above an enid blight in book and trace the artwork every weekend and wow. i was like 
okay i don't i don't remember this but now that he told me about it uh, i was like okay you know i was like you know i realized that this might be my origin story like i started from enid blyton so i used <laughs> to like uh, trace these things and i i realized that a lot of my style that i have now comes mm-hmm. from a little bit of that you know because it used to have talking rabbits and magical fairies and all of that stuff yeah and uh, uh, yeah so i realized these little things like the these practice routines that you have the little things if you stick to it you get better uh, at it because yeah. my whatever i do right now are little lessons that i have taken from my practice sessions so they go i mean uh, you know what's a doodle without that little bit of you know whimsy or you know that that little you know say spark so to speak if a rabbit can talk then you know why not us right so that, that there you go <laughs> You know, one yeah. of the things that I've actually seen, uh, Rena, and I've obviously followed you from literally from day one. Uh, you know, on Instagram, ever since you started working on MS Paint, that's what you told me. Yeah. I remember very clearly when we spoke the last time. Um, you know, your doodles have also evolved, right? And I'm and I'm assuming the credit goes to the amount of time that you've spent from from an upskilling standpoint, right? From storyboarding to doodling, and also the way in which that you create your characters. so i think it's just that art practice that sort of helped you helped you sort of evolve the way you've you've evolved today is that is, is that fair, fair to assume uh yeah 100% and believe me when i say this i really didn't think that i'd be creating the art that i'm creating right now when i look at doodles that i started in 2015 because what um the the evolution is so fruitful you know uh, because you've put in some time uh developing that uh you know that skill the evolution is so fruitful the result is so fruitful so you know i started out with little stick figures and yeah. uh, and then just circles circles for a head with a single strand of hair <laughs> and then eventually moved on to actual doodles with skin color that was yeah. a big thing for me to have skin color because it looked very odd in the beginning because i've never done it before but i warmed up uh you know i warmed up to it um i still cannot draw hands fyi it's how much ever time i put into it i cannot draw hands so it comes <laughs> whenever i do like commissioned work or anything for people like i like straight up give a disclaimer listen i cannot draw hands so don't expect me to do any kind of realistic drawing it's just i cannot do that so so i and i put that in my instagram uh, bio also i know so that- i saw that i saw that last night <laughs> so when i said you can't has- draw hands yeah, i can I resonate with hands. that because i try i try and draw a little uh, i i dabble with with procreate i told you about this when we spoke yeah. and i can't draw a face to save my life so <laughs> you're far better than i am at the moment so yeah. that's good news yeah when i draw a hand at any given point there either four fingers or seven fingers it's never five <laughs> fingers so yeah i just gave up on that a long time back so yeah so coming back to you know this like uh, before i would have a lot of white space in my doodles with just the doodle in the center but now i find myself experimenting with like filling the whole canvas you know with elements so um so that way the style what i'm doing now has come a long way you know no, and also no. it's not all you know hunky dory because i have been very critical of what i create and i think that's the curse of being creative adjacent if i may call it you know you're always oscillating between i want to make more art but then you're also saying yuck what did i just draw so you know i'd say and also maybe to a large extent also thinking of you know the quality right because when you say yeah. that somebody's paying for it or in especially when it's your commissioned work as well i'm sure you go through those phases where you're saying oh my god i need to do do the best that i can 
while wanting to sort of draw something that you love ultimately the end day that you would want to give your customer i think it's yeah. always that sort of you know balance that you will have to find at some point for sure yeah for sure i mean i mean i'd say be be kinder and maybe softer to yourself if you want yeah. to be an artist like you you have to because and uh, you can do a lot of that by putting a lot of time uh, into what you're doing um in terms of the upskilling part we were talking about uh i started with pen to paper right and i've told you this like i've scanned them on my phone i put it into ms paint and coloring there it was very hard but somehow i made it work for a long time almost 5 years i did it on microsoft paint and then i bought like a legit scanner uh seeing alicia souza uh, the illustrator yeah. used um and she's also like very organic in the way she draws she doesn't take to like a uh, ipad directly she goes on pen to paper and then she goes to a scanner so that's where i also learned it from in the beginning so now uh, i also could color on paper and scan it and it would still look amazing so in 2021 i like you know saved up and like bought an ipad pro and that unlocked so much for me right so like pushing the envelope has i would say evolved my art and myself also like pushing yourself out of your comfort zones it's 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 a big thing for me that's you know you know that's in fact brilliant uh, rena the very fact that you know you went step by step and the very fact that while you were still critical about about yourself to give yourself that time to sort of evolve i think that was very important to get to where you are you know but one of the one of the things that i wanted to speak to you about was also the fact that you know every almost every other doodle of yours uh, typically sort of captures real life scenarios right and it always there's a humorous twist to it because after almost every other doodle that you you've done so far i definitely you sort of giggle away for sure for a bit because i do know that it's quite a you know there'll be a little snarky sort of a tone to it specifically and especially for those who want to who who need to listen to that message right in a way now i personally love that approach by the way i must tell you that um you know you don't have to necessarily be direct at times for you to pass on a message right so is that a conscious effort or you know and if yes why okay so like i really love doing this um uh, you know uh, these kind of doodles because it would shock some people okay <laughs> so yeah. just for the shock factor i would put it out like the series around fat shaming and the lgbtqi and you know i took that same tone with some animal doodles as well was yeah. it a conscious effort no ma'am i don't think so smriti because i always imagine that's how i would speak to my friends or respond yeah. to uh, rude strangers or relatives um because i feel like we have always been told that we shouldn't talk back or snap back or you know uh, and 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 i've always snap back <laughs> so even though it was <laughs> even though it was like at the risk of getting a pinch from my mom i always snap back so i feel like i've taken a bit of that and like put it into my doodles like even yeah. even if it's like a snarky elephant or a, a you know just just one of these stick doodles like i would always bring that back um yeah that 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 was just like a humor that i got and i i would so, put it into my doodles <laughs> so in a lot of ways then you know paper plane doodles is like your is like your expressive form right and it's your your art form your personality is form so to speak so i'm not i'm actually not surprised at that you know in fact whenever i see your doodles and it's it, it probably is also the way in which that you do this but i must tell you that I see a lot of similarities between you and sanitary panels. I'm sure you've seen sanitary panels. I've I've been yeah. a big fan of hers. Of course, her takes are much stronger because she also does do the political side of things. 
um yeah. you know uh, of course you, many may not may or may not agree with that but that's that's another conversation for another day but i think i see a lot of similarities between the two of you and just in terms of that bitterness that's involved right in terms of telling that little story within those two little compositions i think that by itself is a is a powerful way of saying this and second to represent your own self in in you know through a doodle in a lot of ways yeah i mean i really i i, I love rachita of uh, sanitary uh, panels you know in fact yeah. met her twice and she's a, like wow. you said right she has a very bold approach and i don't yeah. know if if uh, you know like i have utmost respect for her but i don't know if i can be that level of brave you know like um with some of my doodles i was a bit brazen like with my approach in terms of i'd use some explicit language or you know mention the word sex and uh, but the thing is i gravitated towards a little more um uh, towards children friendly content after i started loving uh, children's illustrated books especially the indian ones so right. then i kind of uh, if you would have noticed i would have reduced the, the use of explicit content on yeah, my i know uh, on my page that's, that's i'm personally a little sad but that's all right i'm, I'm going to make do with this because i, I have a kid now and it fi- i find it very difficult not to use those words on a regular basis so i yeah. get what you mean yeah but i can i can bring something back without the actual <laughs> explicit content yeah right you know uh, you know rena you mentioned this a little earlier the very fact that when people started paying you you know for the kind of work that you did and rightfully so because they saw that value that you brought onto the table right so creators are all about monetization today and rightfully so because of the effort that goes in and also the magic that you create with you know through pen and paper right now when you when you love doing something love doing something so much you know uh, the benefits that you reap it could also include you being paid for it right now how do you apply this to paper plane doodles so smriti i have always approached monetization with the purpose of reinvesting in my art like it was all about making your art more accessible right like what can i do beyond like after the point i started thinking beyond facebook like my stuff is there okay great but there are some folks who like it so i'm like what more can i do So yeah. initially, all the money that I was getting from doing these small artworks, I was putting it like quietly into like a printing fund, and I started printing the Christmas cards. I think, I think you would have seen the Christmas cards, which yeah, I and out. bought them too, Rena. Yes. I got like two yeah. packs of it. I I still remember. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was my first sale, and and like still is my most memorable one as well, and. Um, i printed like tiny paper plane stickers and like for the sake of branding and i uh, you know bought like a uh, material so that it doesn't get damaged in transit and you have to focus on the quality of the card so that it's not flimsy you know there are all these little elements and uh, by now we have all been like exposed to a little bit of how packaging happens on instagram and how people are selling and also you are following a lot of artists right so you have also bought from these artists so you know yeah. that there is like a level of quality that you need to kind of adhere to so right. i like whatever money i made off like this christmas sale i kind of put into smaller sales or collections like i had something called the high fi collection which was basically five different patterns which was a i think it was a mango uh, and like a ice cream and you know very small things like this and right. then when i started getting like more commissioned work that is like for people like for their loved ones i reinvested that money to buy a better piece of tech uh so that i can create high resolution artworks i realized that most of the time the challenge for me was that i would not take up big projects like i would not take up anything if someone comes and tells me that they want like a series of doodles for some company or something i would freak out because i didn't have 
high resolution stuff like because i was doing right. it on paper and uh, microsoft paint so i realized that you know if i had like a better piece of technology maybe i can do bigger things so eventually like after almost 7 years of doing uh, you know doodling i in- reinvested that money into buying a scooter <laughs> so i didn't have to depend on ubers or public transport to go to a printer wow. and and a courier service and eventually then i bought uh, an ipad so that was how the whole thing progressed and now it's like um, and of course i forgot about the scanner because the scanner was like a very very integral part of my journey it really Correct. helped me like you know get my stuff from paper to the laptop so that was a big thing for me so that's how it progressed right so like I, i'm coming back to the statement like the purpose of uh you know i mean approaching monetization with the purpose of reinvesting in reinvesting. my art. yeah oh that's fantastic it. so you know it looks like you just created your own little ecosystem to ensure that you don't uh that that you don't get sort of uh hindered by any of these little hurdles right the hurdles of ultimately sort of being able to spread joy with paper plane doodles now of course there are going to be days and like just like very similar challenges that you've had where you haven't necessarily believed that you have been good enough and you've been overcritical yeah. of yourself now yeah. while you've tried to set things right from an ecosystem standpoint and from a tools standpoint that enable you i'm sure you did have and you still do have your own little tribe of people uh rena who are constantly sort of cheering for you or are your harshest critics now one who are these people and second you know what are the energies that you draw from them why do you sort of seek that sort of uh, energy levels okay so i'll tell you why why you need these kind of people right like because you you get into sticky situations and you really need their their input so so one of the biggest challenges i had was quoting a price for right. artworks like yeah. i just couldn't tell people hey this is how much the price is for xyz artwork and it took a lot of talking to my best friend uh, nandita uh, and you know and and sumuki as well uh, who then convinced me that hey this is your effort so you can charge for it and the reason that i mentioned both of them is because they were pivotal uh, in uh, me starting this facebook page and they were probably also the first people who bought something from me so yeah. you know they they, they are like the lit- the actual litmus test was them so they are the ones who kind of told me hey this is your effort so you can charge for it so i charge these i charge these very small numbers because i really did not have the guts in me to tell the price and honestly smriti if it was up to me i'd have just given it for free because yeah. it was like it's it's too icky a situation for me to like quote a price but now it's changed so much and i understand there is an importance for your effort right you are using 100% of your creative side so yes now your artwork is good and and i won't say it myself right like the people who are buying it love it and especially when they gifting it to like someone uh, you know a loved one it's it's like the best feeling ever and yeah. so a lot of this credit goes to your people your tribe your your yeah. friends who assure that your ideas your doodles are good and of course your critics also here like hey that did not work and i didn't understand this doodle when someone says i did not understand this doodle you're like okay i have made some mistake or maybe i didn't do this right and yeah. so and and like i said these people are the first ones who always 
invested who are invested in your journey and like absolute enablers in life you know like you need this so they bought my first set of artworks and the card and whatever stickers i had like whoever whenever i put something out they'd be like hey keep one for me i'll buy the set from you and that's like a total boost of confidence right like no matter what your friends are here to like buy this from you and mm-hmm. and and they understand that it's not free okay and i love that and they're like hey tell me how much it is i'll pay it and they'll immediately send the money and i i'll just send them the stuff so it really helps having these cheerleaders around you because you can't you can't function on an island with these things you need yeah. like a boat you need like a boat you need a note and you need these friends i uh, truly believe that you need to have this kind of support system right now you know given that you are drawing inspiration from these people that you're that that you call your call your uh, tribe and yeah. you know the the everything around you right your surroundings sort of inspire you on a daily basis i re- i still remember your hobbs series i'll never forget <laughs> hobbs uh, yeah. i know he's a he's with nandita at the moment right so yeah. uh, and for those of you who're listening hobbs was nandita's and rena's cat who was co- quite the mischievous uh, little brat that i I've seen his entire life on Instagram if I may want to call it that. So, you know, I still remember those series Rena and, and you know so basically you're inspired you're you're being inspired by things around you, right? So, now I'm sure you you're planning the next stage for paper plane doodles for sure, for yeah. sure. Right? So, yeah. where do you see paper plane doodles going from here? What is that next spark that you think we can see uh, on your page? Yeah, before I start on that I just wanted to talk about Hobbs. Hobbs is prime content, okay? Like he was <laughs> he was my content like everything i would look at him and i'm like yeah that's doodleable for sure yeah I, it has continued with my other cats as well but yeah hobbs is like og uh, content uh, regarding your question okay so heavy question because like there's so much that i want to do but yeah, uh, yeah so i want to and this is something recent uh, i realized that i want to do because i went for a couple of these indie comics fest and you know a couple of these tiny things like soul santhi and everything like i want to take paper planes from behind the screen like to the right. forefront now i like i want to be there now i want to see, i want to see the action like i want to see the people who buy my artwork and i want to talk to them uh, you know take part in one of the indie comics fest whether it's in bangalore or kochi someday someday uh when i when i have like a collection that i want to actually print and yeah. i also want to do a calendar this time and i mean i'm mulling over some themes so that so that might be challenging because i've never done it before right. and there's this one thing that i've always wanted to do like since i started but i never really uh, like my my capabilities and my aspirations never really matched mm-hmm. uh just to be like a children's author and an illustrator and i know that's a tough nut to crack because um there's so many folks out there right but someday i guess someday it might happen so i'm 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 just waiting for that uh but other than that i think my next would be like to sell in person like i would like to see people i would like to really talk to people you know that's absolutely fantastic and you know what rena it doesn't matter if there are going to be a thousand authors children's authors out there or illustrators out there i think this world is so big that you know each one of us have a little place for ourselves right and i think you should just go for it no matter what like you've gone for paper plane doodles i'd we'd love to see your books one of these days for sure and i'm we're definitely going to be cheering you on and as for you coming to the four i think kudos to you for doing that because i think interacting with your customers will sort of 
you know, uh, inspired you in many different ways that you that you would have never thought for it to be. But congrats once again, all the best for the new journey. And I'm and I can't wait for the calendar to come out. So I'm going to buy a copy for sure. Hey, thank you so much, Smriti. I think this was a like a wonderful conversation. I also feel like maybe this was the first time I actually spoke about paper planes in so much detail. Um, so it was a lot of introspection. <laughs> if i may say so myself right. it was a lot of introspection but also like you realize that you have done stuff right you're like yeah. okay okay i've done stuff but uh, yeah thank you so much for uh, um, bringing me here and project spark is absolutely wonderful thank you so much rena i can't wait for people to listen to the fact that it's okay for you to be overcritical of yourself only because you want to give the best to people and uh, and yeah that that's that's really what project spark is all about right tapping into those little voices every voice possible i think everybody like i said deserves a place on on this planet and we all have to carve our own niche ultimately and if you're not able to do it then seek help from someone and that's exactly what project spark should be all about over a period of time at least